competition, friendly competition. Repeatedly make a rushed and bad decision. In this friendly competition, friendly competition. It's a friendly competition. I admire this theme's ambition. Welcome to Friendly Competition, a show where friends compete against each other for your amusement and their bragging rights though not necessarily in that order. I'm your host, Lex Friedman, and for today's inaugural episode, which I assume will go off the rails very quickly, if it hasn't already, we have five incredible contestants uh, in no particular order other than the order I wrote them down. Dan Morin. Uh, it's an honor just to be nominated, Lex. Jason Snell. I, Jason Snell, do swear to serve and protect the validity of this game show, right? It's inaugural. You said it was inaugural. <laughs> it is inaugural. <laughs> Am I the president of the show now? Yes. Kathy Gamble. <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here and laugh hysterically, and it's going to be great. <laughs> Tony Sindelar. Hello, nerds. And Monty Ashley. I've always wanted to have the right to brag about something. Well, this this is your chance. Uh, the rules of this game are simple. Points are awarded to individuals on a per-round basis, and all my decisions are final. <laughs> you are free to object, but I repeat, all my decisions are final. Uh, <laughs> speed does count. The first person to submit a valid response will get one bonus point each round. I will explain each round at the top. You may submit your answers at any time, but it's only you don't get to correct yourself. If you submit too fast and you haven't heard all the rules, tough. You get to submit once per question. Uh, so this first round we're diving right in is called Uniqueness Counts, uh, and this particular variant is Rhyme Time. Please send me three one-syllable words that rhyme with blue. You get five points for each rhyming word that only you choose. You lose five points for each word that someone else also uses. <laughs> Ooh. Ruben, yeah. All right. There's yeah. Fast typing happening. You come here often? <laughs> first time. Oh, yeah. Where's the coat check? All right. All answers are in. Boy, some of you did this great, and some of you didn't. <laughs> I'm going to repeat what the round was. Oh, no. It was <laughs> Never a good sign. Oh, oh dear. To name three one-syllable words that rhyme with blue. Uh, some of you appear to not have sent me three words. Oh, maybe you did, just in unusual orders. Okay, well. Hang on. All right. Uh, Monty sent grew, new, and two, D-W-O. Tony sent clue, shoe, and boo, which are all valid. Uh, Dan had five words. <laughs> I'm an overachiever. We're going to take the first three. Through, moo, and flew. Uh, Jason came in with shoe, true, and screw. Kathy Campbell came in with two, do, and loo. Her two was different. She went with T-O-O versus T-W-O. That is a fully unique set of answers. We're going to penalize Dan one point for not following the rules correctly. We're going to award Monty <laughs> one for being first. Uh, but other than that, everybody got 15, if you can handle all that math in your heads. I can. Oof, good thing I don't have to handle my own math. Uh, it was definitely my understanding that there would be math. So this is one of those games where we really have to pay attention <laughs> to the rules and not just make fun of the person running the game, huh? Yes. It's, well, it I mean, depends. Only if you want to win. Right. I was like, if you want to win, then yes. Mm. However, if you're just here to have fun... Yeah. And it's make the, fun of the host? The, the rule is it's called being a spoiler. Mm. Yes. Uh, this round is slightly more complicated, so pay strict attention. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> this is called Get Lucky. The category is numbers. Think of a number between 1 and 10. The highest number wins. If anyone picks the same number as anyone else, they are disqualified from this round. Think of a number between 1 and 10. The highest number wins. 
four answers are in. Kathy is not going for first. There we go. All right. <laughs> the numbers, I won't reveal the order in which they or who they are from yet. The numbers that I got were eight, 10, 6, 7, and 6. That means Jason Snell, who came in with 10, gets five points. Monty, who was first again, gets one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Figure everybody's avoiding yep. picking 10, yep. right? So you pick 10. I mean, but then if everybody had done that, mm-hmm. but they didn't. I'm just, I feel like this is a real, like I'm learning a lot about your strategy and which of you are what I will call thought terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think we just signed up to have Lex grief us. Is that what's happening? Uh, that's kind of, maybe. I, I'm loving it. I just, I think that Jason, you might be, I'm, it's it's all a question of are you a sociopath or a psychopath? Let's learn more. What what What's yes. taking you guys so long to make your picks? I've been mm. first. Yeah. Let's call, I'm okay with this. This game is now called Quality Time with Lex Friedman. When I, <laughs> I was listening to all the... Oh, that's cute. Oh, no. I, I was listening <laughs> to the whole rule. I, also... <laughs> All the rules. <laughs> yeah. Dan, had to send, Dan sent a letter. Dan but, was going to send in a number that was greater than 10, and then he remembered the rules. I was uh, I was really wondering, would anyone be brave enough to pick 10? And if someone was, I'm proud that it was yeah, Jason. One that monster. Seems like the yeah. One monster. Uh, this is another uniqueness counts round. The category is tomfoolery. <laughs> Name three famous toms. You'll get five points for each famous tom that only you choose. You'll lose five points for each tom that someone else also uses. Thinking, people are thinking, <laughs> instead of typing and getting their answers in first. I've got a strategy. <laughs> Remember, wow. you are naming three famous dogs. <laughs> oh. Maybe they're <laughs> not thinking. <laughs> Slight hint. We For think those who have not. First Hard, first. Harder than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I, am I overthinking every? I don't understand. <laughs> You're doing great. No, Am some I? people just chose not to send in three times until <laughs> later in the game because of my yeah. generosity. Did, did any of you people go to school? Yeah. This is like 85% now, of what did school... Did you do this in school? Uh, school is basically listen to instructions and do stuff, Dan. Yeah, yeah I missed oh, okay. the key word <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, that's three. right. Okay. Yeah, I want. I once had a teacher who put in in the instructions yeah. at the top of the test. Write your name on the back of this test for fifteen points. Sure, the classic. <laughs> the classic thing is you put in your in college. You put in your syllabus just to see if people would read the instructions. Yeah, uh, like somewhere just nested inside a paragraph. You know, send me a picture of a dinosaur, or a kitty cat, or something, and then the professor sees how many pictures of dinosaurs <laughs> or kitty cats they get. Yeah, um, amazing. So the toms are in. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm going to institute a new rule going forward, which is that um, you must submit all of your answer at once oh, and not okay. in chunks, because boy, does it make my life harder. Sorry, it is a great way for Sorry. Monty to get in first. But... I like that Lex when Lex changes the rules as he goes. I'm going to institute a new rule. Everything has to be in reverse now. You have to type all the stuff backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that is that. That's the dungeon master yeah. experience. No matter how low the bar is, people are worse. I didn't anticipate uh-huh. how terrible you are as players, so I have to make you new rules. Really now. should. That's on you, Lex. That's on you, Lex. Monty got one bonus point for being first. We will figure it out. We will limbo. Well, so the, the complicated part for me this time was: Did Monty get his answers mm. in first? If two of his three times came in first, I would say yeah. And then another person's mm. time came in, but yes, he got all three of his in first. The first person to have all three in, right? Yeah. Monty's toms were Tom Swift Jr., Tom Sawyer, and Tom. Tom of Finland. Walk into a box. Uh, Kathy's were Tom Jones, Tom from Tom and Jerry, and Tom Cruise. <laughs> this is going to get complicated now. I hope you're all paying strict attention because Tony Sindelar also had Tom of Tom and Jerry, along <laughs> with Tom Petty and Tom Strong. 
I don't know who Tom Strong yeah. is, but we're going to He has a Wikipedia a page. He, book he passes the criteria of notability. Dan Morin had Tom Seaver, Tom Hanks, and Tom Sawyer. And Jason had Tom Riddle, Tom Bosley, and Tom Thumb. No Tom Selleck. Wow. No Tom Selleck made the cut. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, well, that was I was like, I'm not going with that. Instead, Tom and Jerry. It's too obvious. That's okay. <laughs> Let us. Can we like? What is the? <laughs> what is the connection between Tom of Tom and Jerry and Tom Selleck? I feel like there's something going on there. Tom Riddle is. It's Voldemort. Riddle. It's Voldemort. He's a Tom. Yeah. Yep. Who is Tom of Finland or whatever that was? I don't have. Yeah, that's made is up. Is that a toothpaste or something? Tom of Finland is a famous homoerotic uh, artist. <laughs> Guys, please. All right. I just like to enter this in the listing of uh, classic Monty moments. Okay. Um, I, I would have. You know what? I I am now. I right now regret. After I heard that, I immediately regretted not putting in Tom's of Maine. Yeah, that's oh, they know what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Right. So, they you all know. know each other. All those Toms. <laughs> Jason, Tom I encourage meeting. you to Google Tom of Finland and the listeners, too. It'll be fun. Tom's of a location? He's, I mean, together. he's got a Wikipedia page. The Wikipedia page is, you know. He's very famous sanitized. and important. There's a documentary I about I will not. Him. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it looks like an encyclopedia entry. It does not look like something Monty just put together. Oh, yeah, wow. I like. I want to, I do I do like the idea of getting awesome. famous enough that you can just be Tom of whatever country you're from. Well, I mean, it is like his, it's his pseudonym. Like, that, that seems pretty under, sweet. Right, so. I, st- I, I assumed it was not dubbed on him by Finland. You know, there's not that many Toms in Finland. It's like being Sven of Oklahoma. Yeah, <laughs> I accepted Tom of Finland in large part because Monty said it with authority. <laughs> so that, yeah, <laughs> in text form, no less. Yeah, I've I've learned to. It's important to call Monty out on his things in part because you learn a lot. So. That counts for me. <laughs> I mean this this Wikipedia article tells me that he is the most influential creator of gay pornographic images, according to a cultural historian. And how did we not all know this? How didn't you? I, yeah, mm. yeah. True. I have yeah. learned so much today. Yeah. It's true. That round ended with Monty gaining 11 points, Tony, Kathy, and Dan 10, and Jason 15 with three unique Toms. Here's a quick score update from worst to first in last place, but not by much, is Dan Morin at 38. Seems right. Mm-hmm. Kathy and Tony tied at 40, Monty mm-hmm. 44, and Jason 50. This game is rigged. All <laughs> right. The next round is called Bunk Bets. Oh my pod. Write the podcast log line for the following obscure podcast that you haven't heard of. What's a log line? <laughs> teacher, teacher. That sounds like a good okay. idea. A one or two sentence description of what this podcast is about. Uh, the others will vote. If you pick the right one, you'll win three points. Votes for your wrong answer will also earn you three points. You are describing for me in a sentence or two. Uh, we'll say it's a, a one to two sentences max. What is the podcast Smurf and Smurfette Try about? Smurf and Smurfette Try. <laughs> I believe that Monty wrote his answer before hearing the name of the podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> a bonus point to Monty again for being first. Ah, delicious. It is a real podcast available wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. I cannot vouch for its fineness, though, having never listened. That always makes it sound like you don't know where podcasts come from. You can get it, I don't know, wherever podcasts are listened to, I guess. Are you on this podcast? The podcast (laughs) fields? Well, if you promote one service, then the other services get angry at you. That's the problem. 
very diplomatic. I'm still ways. waiting on one person. That person is Tony. I mean, you're already in a podcast. You, the whole sentence is a weird thing to say. Now I have everybody. Where did you find? Where did you find this? Yeah. Go there. Who yeah. are you? Where you found us? <laughs> That's right. I will give you six descriptions of uh, what uh, Smurf and Smurfette try is all about, and uh, you can vote for them by number. Or by, you know, a keyword from them. Can we vote for our own? Votes for your own are worth no points. Okay. Uh, here are the possible descriptions of Smurf and Smurfette Try. Your two favorite internet personalities, Steve and Henrietta, sample an array of blue-themed snacks and beverages. Join two blue friends as they discover new ways to do things. A husband and wife pair attempt to perform activities as seen in episodes of The Smurfs. Two full-time professionals and part-time triathletes are forever trying to find balance. Two Smurfs try a variety of different foods from all across the world. The only restriction, they must all be blue. And finally, three straight white dudes talk about tech and pop culture like every other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> are we trying to guess the real one or are we just trying to give points to the one we like the best you are trying to guess the real one for points but got you it. may choose to vote however you'd like got it. we've got uh steve and henrietta sampling an array of blue themed snacks two blue friends discovering new ways to do things a husband and a wife attempt to perform activities as seen in episodes of the smurfs uh part-time triathletes trying to find balance Two Smurfs try a variety of different foods from across the world, but they must be blue. And three straight white dudes talk about tech and pop culture. I am still getting answers coming in. <laughs> Slowly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is there Sorry. a point for you are voting, voting for your guests? Oh, we're supposed to tell you which one is our guest now. Oh. Uh, I actually am awarding Monty a point for voting first. It felt only right. Oh my gosh. All right. So uh, all votes are in. Uh, Kathy, Tony, and Jason nailed it with triathletes, as did uh, Monty. And Dan was wrong in guessing Jason's, that the husband and wife team were trying things they saw on the Smurfs. Today we're skipping. Okay. This is terrible. <laughs> I did. Who wrote the? I want to give a ghost point to the three straight white men. Uh, that was me. I did, in fact, start writing it way before he told us what the podcast First of all, was. Three, three straight <laughs> white men don't need any ghost points. Let's all yeah, be clear. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and he got a point for answering first, which is essentially his ghost point anyway. Okay, good. I'm only interested in wrong answers. Is smurfing a thing in triathletes? <laughs> I, I believe they simply refer to themselves as Smurf and Smurfette. I don't know why okay. they do. Just okay. Smurf. Uh, That's pretty. Here's vague. another, another uniqueness counts mm -hmm. rounds. As you've as you've hopefully learned in uniqueness counts rounds, you'll submit multiple answers, but only get points for ones that are unique. Uh, this round is called Al's Well That Ends Well. Name three Weird Al Yankovic parodies. Five points for each Al parody that only you choose. You lose five for each Al parody that someone else also chooses. This is our Lex round. <laughs> Monty has already broken my rule about sending your answer all at once. <laughs> Zoom doesn't have a way for me to send more than 
one line. Oh, do you want <laughs> commas? Your friend, commas. Okay. your friend, the yeah. comma. If you want to get fancy, interesting. Try to semicolon okay. there, buddy. <laughs> All right, punctuation. I see. I guess I have to stop revealing when the first answer is in because it Getting makes everybody else not feel now. like they have to rush. Still, only Monty. <laughs> We have all five answers in. Can I ask a, a question? Please. <laughs> uh, do, do, I mean, not all songs that Weird Al does are strictly parodies of other songs, right? Like, like my first thought, one of my favorite Weird Al songs is the Albuquerque song. Does that count as a parody? Nope. Which will cause Jason Strife a little bit later on. Ha ha! All right. Uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, Snell! Spoiler! Oh, I yes. I, I specifically called out that it is a form of parody, and you didn't specify a direct song parody. And style parody is a concept you it's taught true. me. A pastiche, if you will. We learn from watching you. Lex, you taught me. Uh, please feel free to groan as I read other people's answers, and you too have that song. Monty suggested White and Nerdy, It's All About the Pentiums, uh. and I Love Rocky Road. <laughs> Tony said It's All About the Pentiums, Like a Surgeon, and Word Crimes. Dan Morin said, Amish Paradise, it's all about the Pentiums, and the journey begins, which is close enough to the side of the end, but I will allow it. Thank you. Damn it. Read, you could read the whole answer where I parenthesize. I can't remember said, the name. Shit, is that the name? The Phantom Menace one. <laughs> Jason provided Amish Paradise, Velvet right. Elvis, in parentheses, style parody, and another one rides the bus. Style parody, Lex. <laughs> and Kathy sent in Amish Paradise. Yoda and eat it. Wow! I am now doing complicated math to figure out who gets what. I am surprised that all about the Pentiums got so much uh, traction there. Uh, I mean, I, I like it. I almost I I had eat it and then removed it for Amish Paradise. I listened to it yesterday. In fact, well, it's wow. all about the Pentiums, baby. <laughs> I thought I was digging. I thought I was digging past the top ten there. Okay, interesting. These types of games always severely mess with my brain because I start overthinking which anyone who's ever like i always overthink and oh. try and game the system and the game it's got a line about a 286 <laughs> what kind of chip you got in there a dorito kathy my advice be more like dan underthink everything so so i had four <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what his secret is i suspect head trauma <laughs> maybe head trauma and I, drinking I had... dan what's going on <laughs> over there i'm hitting myself repeatedly with a bottle of scotch <laughs> <laughs> So I had four in. I'm not going to complain too bad about the style parody because I had four answers and the other, I was debating between mm. a style parody and another one that I thought was very obvious. <laughs> yeah. The very obvious one was picked by multiple people. So it doesn't really Which matter. one was it? Uh, I think it was, yeah, yeah, which one did I delete? Yoda. I, I had Eat It and Yoda and I deleted both of them. Yeah, I had Eat It and deleted Eat It because I thought that would be, but only one other person had that one. Deleted Eat It is a great name. Uh, I thought that would be... Yeah. I was trying to remember what's the one he hasn't released. There's one that he's done in concert but hasn't put on any album, and I thought that would be a really good one. Yeah. Oh, there are many that he's done. Yeah, I should have remembered one of them. in concert but not on album. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Pot Pie, a parody of Live and Let Die. It's still Billy Joel to me, a parody of Still Rock and Roll to me. <laughs> I'll Repair for You, a parody of I'll Be There for You, and I'm going to stop there, but I could keep going. There was uh, 10 points for Kathy and Tony, 11 for Monty, and 5 for Jason and Dan that round. This is another get lucky round and prepare for Jason's potential sociopathy. The category is days of the week. The week starts Sunday and ends Saturday. Pick one day of the week. The latest non-duplicated day wins 10 points. Christmas Eve. 
Remember, the week starts Sunday and ends Saturday. Uh, Monty was in first. You'll all be shocked to know. Does he have the fastest internet? What's happening? Oh, I, I answered quick, but not that quick. Right. Here, here were the answers. Monty said Thursday, Kathy Tuesday, <laughs> Jason Monday, <laughs> Dan Saturday, and Tony Friday. That means Dan wins with the latest non-duplicated day. I took, I took it out of Jason's playbook right there. Another monster. Yep. An important, important turn for Jason uh, for for Dan that round. Mm. He needed those points so much. Boy, did I need those points! Oh. Monty still got one. Here's your score update from worst to first again. With mm. 53 points, we've got a three-way tie: <gasps> Dan, Kathy, and Tony. Woo! Tied for first with 61, Jason wow. and Monty. Ooh. Wow. All right, this is. I need to answer faster. Here comes. Uh, one that's going to require a little more trivia knowledge, a la Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, no. Oh. Uniqueness counts. The category is an apple a day. Name two CEOs of Apple Inc. or Apple Computer. You get five points for a unique Apple CEO that no one else mentions. You lose five points. Or don't gain the points, really, as people will correct me, for an Apple CEO that someone else also uses. What? <laughs> I need two former CEOs of Apple Computer, or current or former. What kind of nerd oh. goes around knowing that? Everyone else on the show thus far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me. I, I could list them all. <laughs> Four contestants are in. I'm not naming names, Tony. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I gave the CEOs for Apple Records. You're fine. No one else. Mm. It was the Beatles. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. It doesn't have to be former. It does not have to be former. Current or former CEOs. All right. Uh, Monty was first with... Uh, Joni Ive and Steve Jobs. However, he does not get points for being first because that was wrong. Joni Ive, never a CEO of Apple. Wait, wait, wait. You had to be first with the right answer? This is a new rule I was not yeah, told I don't, about. I think <laughs> I didn't, yeah, <laughs> I've been typing gibberish every time and getting it in really fast. That means Dan Morin got bonus points because he came in first with a potentially valid answer with John Scully and Gil Emilio. Jason Snell had Michael Spindler and Tim Cook. Kathy had Tim Cook and Steve Jobs. Tony had Steve Jobs and Tim Cook. And that means that Dan got uh, an extra 10 points that round. Jason, five. Right. And I think that's it for points for that. I, that is right. I thought about Mike Markiel. I was like, that's, I couldn't remember his name fast enough. What are you guys talking about? Are these like people from the 80s? I knew I should what have said this? Mike Markiel. Yeah, is uh. this history? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Way, way back when. Yeah. All right. I know. I mean, yeah. Spindler. Though. Apple Spindler's CEOs solid. was Mike Markula, followed by John Scully, Gil Emilio, um, Steve Jobs, followed by followed Spindler. by Michael Spindler, Gil Emilio. Well, we'd already talked yeah. about pop culture, so I'm glad we got the guys tech now. <laughs> Steve Jobs, <laughs> two white guys talking about tech. Does this? Do we have to release this on a different network now? I don't understand. <laughs> um. uh, this round is potentially today my favorite, but we'll see. let's ruin it. I love them all. They're all my children. The round is called Alphabet Soup. I need you to put five foods in alphabetical order. You'll get three points for every initial letter that only you use. You'll lose three points for every initial letter that overlaps with another contestant. There is a secret penalty for this round, which I will only reveal after all the answers are submitted. Put any five foods in alphabetical order. Your initial letter's uniqueness counts. A secret penalty for this round. Just to be cool. 
I don't know what that <laughs> what was. What was that sound? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that sound came out of my mouth. I would like everybody to know I playtested this game with my kids. And boy, this round was hilarious. Just so we're clear. Uh, those keeping score at home wondering who was first this round, <laughs> it was Monty. <laughs> I am shocked. Shocked, I say. But four of his things weren't food, so uh, throw that out. Uh, I'm Monty, and I believe that all of these things could be technically eaten. <laughs> <laughs> this is unnecessary because I don't know the CEO of your favorite computer company. I I, I didn't know any of the I knew John Scully, but I was like, someone else is going to say that. So I'm lucky Johnny Ive is a person. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, which I I think you got his name wrong, but <laughs> so is he. So is yeah. he. Uh, who worked at Apple, no less. <laughs> Every day he wakes up in a white room and he's like, "I'm glad I'm a person. <laughs> Let me out." <laughs> a thing that pe- a thing that people always think. I'm currently struggling to decide whether Monty was strategically yep. savvy or not. I'm going to go with he was. I get that a lot. Uh, the only contestant <laughs> to use two of the same initial letter. As one of his answers. So Monty submitted alphabet soup, broccoli, <laughs> gnocchi, tagliatelle, and tomato soup. Uh, two T's, which I find interesting. So he had A, B, G, and T. Uh, Kathy submitted <laughs> dog food, <laughs> eggs, fish, grapes, and hops. Uh, Dan, eggs. Not even the same letter, but the same eggs. word. Eggs, jam, okra, quinoa, and yam. Tony had a Frankfurt, which I don't quite think is a food, but I know I was working for fast. Jello, <laughs> pasta, venison, watermelon, and Jason had broccoli, cauliflower, quince, steak, and yogurt. So I've got to do a little bit of thinking. You guys can be pithy and witty. The penalty, the secret penalty, was dairy foods would cost you a point. I don't believe any of these things are dairy, but I have to Google yogurt. one of them. Yogurt is dairy. Yeah. Eggs are basic. Eggs are basic. They're in the dairy basic. section, They're... and you get them at yeah, a dairy. That's... Oh, yogurt is definitely dairy. Yes. Yogurt is dairy. Yeah. That's... I'm just sorry. It's... I... I, like the... I, see... I like the secret sub game where you make an argument that you yourself do not believe. Uh, yeah, eggs are dairy, and anyone who picks them is a monster. <laughs> um... I think that's... <laughs> Uh, you live I, your life, Tony. My favorite part about this game is mm. the misunderstanding okay. of the rules. Um, <laughs> like the fact that I did it in sequential letter order and that sound came because I couldn't think of a food that started with H. And I thought it had to be like you pick the first letter and then you have ah. to do the sequential five you can't misunderstand the rules if you don't stop to listen. You made to your own rules. Consecutive letters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was trying to think of a food that started with H, and the first w- food that came to mind was Hasperat, which is a Star Trek <laughs> which, which, which suddenly, which like it makes me like I have a lot of questions about Solid. what's going on in my brain. <laughs> Vijoran, I was like ham hocks. Yeah, there. You go. Oh, hash browns would have been a good food. one too. Yeah. I like. Here's what I like about this game so far. It really distills everybody to their core, like selves. Like Tony's, mm. Tony's making arguments he doesn't agree with. Monty doesn't listen <laughs> nope. to the rules. Hang on, Jason's a sociopath. <laughs> I'm last. <laughs> the thing that finds me in this game is that I did listen to the rules, specifically Ten. the rule that said if you answer first, you get a point. Mm. I'm taking that point from right, everybody. right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was where you you ran with it. Yeah, a great round for Tony. That seems unlikely. Uh, who pulled in fifteen points, as did Monty. Monty actually got a sixteenth. 
Now, Monty could have had more points had he not used the same letter twice because I didn't give him points for T two <laughs> times. Uh, Kathy had five, as did Dan, and Jason got ten points. Um, ice cream was ready to be punished, but nobody used it. I could punish some ice cream right now. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to subtract Jason's dairy point, so I'm sorry, Jason. You ended up with only nine uh, because of your dairy penalty. Yes. Um, Do I get bonus points for being s- sequential right. in my alphabet? I really appreciate your asking, but no. Uh, the next round is another uniqueness counts round. It is called contestant testant. Name another contestant on this game right now. Five points for choosing a contestant that only you choose. Another, another, just to be clear, not you. Words have meaning. <laughs> Kathy has complicated things so much. Different. <laughs> Kathy was first with an answer that I like that I don't consider valid. I'm going to give her the point despite it breaking my rule. Hang on. Did you say Lex? Kathy's answer was Lex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are no standards for the rule scorekeeping in this game. Just what delights me. (laughs) Kathy picked me. It's not valid. I was given no points for my first answer of inaccurate CEO. And now, oh, inconsistency. Inconsistency is the name of another game show. This means war. I am quite impressed, though. Everybody else picked someone unique. Monty picked Kathy. Dan picked Jason. Tony picked Monty. And Jason picked Tony. Uh, A perfect, beautiful path. So nobody picked Dan. (laughs) No one picked me. (laughs) It's because that is why I always think about changing my Twitter bio to nobody's favorite. Oh, your parents oh, probably care for you. Oh. <laughs> I would have yeah. picked you if I didn't pick Lex. Oh. <laughs> He's not even a contestant. <laughs> I know, but I knew it was unique. With three rounds left, the scores have been shaken up a bit. We're going to go from worst to first again. Kathy, uh, 59 points. Uh, Tony, 73. Dan, 74. Oh. Jason, 80. Monty, 82. Still anyone's game, I would say. And <laughs> mm. I trust me. <laughs> It is another uh, okay. another game, <laughs> another round that is of bunk bets. If you remember those, that's where you're going to make something up and we're going to vote on people's answers. This round oh. is called Carbon Dating. You're going to tell me and everyone else what happened in history on November 28th, 1974. What happened on November 28th, 1974? The others will vote. Picking the right one will win you three points. Votes for your wrong answer will win three points. What happened on November 28th, 1974? Two years, nope, six years before I was born. I can do math. Six years to the day before I was born. Your parents' first date. (laughs) (laughs) My mom is an elephant. (laughs) I don't know the gestation period of elephants. It was just a six years thing. I wasn't proposing that they conceived you on their first date, Lex. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> For God's sake. Wow, yeah. awfully defensive there, Lex. <laughs> I think I, I need can, uh... one more submission. I'm not naming names, Tony. Don't worry. Why? I mean, like, this, this game is biased this against time. people who have any knowledge of the 70s. Is uh, an extra point to Monty, though, for being first. <laughs> and when I say 70s, I include the 80s in that. So. <laughs> one thing I know about the 70s is what decade they were. <laughs> <laughs> the pre... Yeah, the, the pre-80s, as they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. The post-60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leaded gasoline Uh-oh. and cigarette smoke <laughs> everywhere. It was really smelly then. Yep. Don't combine those, by the way. Yeah. And the sideburns. God, yep. the sideburns. And body odor. Lots of body odor from the old disco. <laughs> those smelled the worst. <laughs> All mm-hmm. the pomade. If anyone wants the point for voting first, you can vote right now. 
right. Here are your potential <laughs> answers. What happened on November 28th, 1974? Pass. That's one answer. <laughs> well, uh, on November 28th, 1974, uh, Richard Nixon resigned as President of the United States. On November 28th, 1974, John Lennon performed for the last time in concert. On November 28th, 1974, it was Thanksgiving. On November 28th, 1974, the Beatles broke up. Or on November 28th, 1974, the first gas rationing was instituted in the United States. You have Pass, Nixon, Lennon's last performance, Thanksgiving, the Beatles broke up, and gas rationing. Okay. The votes are in. Kathy was first with her vote for Nixon, which is three points for Dan. I remembered you, Dan. Nope. That, that was not me. Oh. <laughs> Wait. I, I didn't. Mm-mm. I did not. Oh, sorry. I definitely I got did confused. not. Unless Dan, did Dan <laughs> also give the answer Nixon resigned? Because I did it. <laughs> Three points for Jason. Thank you for correcting. That's why we do this out loud. Two points for me <laughs> uh, because Lex got confused. <laughs> Monty and Dan both picked Thanksgiving, which was Kathy's answer. <laughs> that was a good mm-hmm. one. Uh, gas rationing was picked by Tony. That was... Monty's answer. Mm. Monty's answer. And, and me. Jason also picked gas rationing so that's another three points oh is the correct answer pass i love this game now (laughs) the correct answer was (laughs) i just want to make sure i awarded all the points for that round i did um nobody picked the right answer which was it was john lennon's final performance in concert he joined elton john on stage after losing a bet with elton john (laughs) Uh, so does caillou get a point just asking reference acknowledged I knew it was too late for the Beatles to yep. up, but I put it in there thinking people would guess. But I feel like I was close. <laughs> you you were close. I was scared when I saw it. Well, they broke up before that. Their last album, of course, came out May 8, 1970. I know it was 19. I know it was 1970. I was counting on the someone else not to know that. I, no. I'll admit that I put in pass because I was taking too long, and it's like I can't think of anything plausible about the 70s. So the early 70s. Ugh. That's why I put Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, November, mm. end of November. That's close enough to, I'm sure, Thanksgiving somewhere in there. Well, it would be the fifth mm-hmm. Thursday, not the fourth Thursday. Two rounds remain. With two rounds left, it's still very tight. The scores range from 66 to 89, but I'm not telling you who has what. This round is called Limerictionary. You will write a limerick on the topic I provide. It must be an original limerick. Contestants will vote for their favorite limerick. The topic is Netflix. So you are writing me a limerick about Netflix. Anyone who passes loses 5,000 points this round. (laughs) How long a limerick do you need? A regular five-line limerick. That's limerick written music, if I've ever heard it. I will read all of these as best I can. There is no fake limerick this round, obviously, because I didn't. Uh, <laughs> that's a bit long. Vote for the real limerick. And how strict are you going to be on the meter? Extremely strict? That will be judged simply by your fellow contestants. Those guys. You know, I, I, will pick, I will award bonus points to my favorite, and they are uh. going to vote for their favorites. Again, you may not vote for your own. All I'm saying is that people tend to like skimp on the meter, especially on the uh, third and fourth lines. I will read them as best I can in support of accurate meter. And in an Irish accent? I will not use an Irish accent. And are we, we're voting for our favorite? Is that what we're going to do? You're voting for your favorite. See, I took a page from Monty in this one. I began writing a limerick with blanks in it as soon as the question was being read. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
There oh, once dear. was a man. Yeah, sure. From Nantucket. It's always Nantucket. I'll tell you all one of my favorite limericks, because that'll be fun for the two people still working on their answers. <laughs> <laughs> there once was a man from Japan whose limericks never would scan. When he was asked why, he replied with a sigh, because I stuffed as many syllables into the last line of each limerick I write as I ever possibly can. <laughs> still waiting on two more limericks. <laughs> There once was a man from past. <laughs> his nose was as long as his past. <laughs> he sat up in bed and bumped his head. And now he lives in the past. Or And then there. he fell on his past. Pass. Okay. I will be reading these in an order of my choosing. <laughs> He's drunk with power, folks. Okay, here we go. Here are f- They're all yeah. last. Here are five. <laughs> exactly. All guesses are wrong. Here are five limericks about Netflix. Read as best I can. Any mistakes are my own or yours. There once was a man from New York. His nose was as long as a stork. He binge nailed it. All he did was sit. Now he's a giant fat dork. (laughs) There once was a streaming service which played on every surface. It had movies and shows, and its audience did grow from the content that it did serve us. <laughs> there once was a series called Queer Eye that brought together five guys. The new seasons on Netflix cushioned around other flicks. They worked to change many lives. When you can't sleep and you've tried to count sheep, you need a fix, so fire up Netflix when the mediocre options are steep. And finally, when one wants to Netflix and chill, perhaps with a bit of a thrill, just fire up the old Netflix to satisfy your streaming fix as long as you paid the bill. Or borrowed someone else's password. <laughs> I, always, on these, huh? I always remember We're voting on those. A point to Jason for submitting first, and a point to Kathy for voting first. Dan, you and, you were there. We were, we were like eating pizza after a frisbee game. You know the young people, because Dan and I are old. Uh, we were we were younger than we are now in the story, uh, and the young people were discussing how nobody actually has a Netflix login of their own. And I was like, I'm a million years old because I pay for Netflix. But but all the all <laughs> I'm gonna I'm a person with disposable income. All the twenty five year olds, no. They don't even they have Netflix logins to names that he's like, I don't even know a Greg and I've got my login is Greg. Lex, this is my favorite round. I love speed poetry as a challenge. <laughs> Tony, I don't believe you've mm. cast a vote yet. I was telling a story, Lex. I was providing content <laughs> for right. your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I I would like to report that everybody voted in different ways. Tony literally wrote the word vote. I've been doing that with each of my messages to make it clear. (laughs) Got it. So Tony voted for Queer Eye, which was Kathy's. Um, Dan voted for When You Can't Sleep, which was Tony's. Jason wrote The Last One, which was Dan's. That was about uh, Netflixing and chill. Kathy voted for Sheep. Which was the of second course, to last one. Uh, Tony's, I believe that means Tony got two votes. That seems unlikely. And Kathy and Danny's got only one. four. I don't think and he I did feel, my uh, vote. Yeah, that's only four people. And Monty voted for the last one, which was Dan's again. So Dan and Jason each got voted for twice. Kathy once. No, Dan and Tony. No, not Dan and Tony. Yes, exactly that. What what Dan said. 
We are now entering the final round, which is called Shut Up and Give Me 20. <laughs> are we required to shut up? You are not. Great. We're going to be playing a round of 20 questions. You may either ask a question or guess the answer on your turn. The highest score will go first because I figured that puts them at a disadvantage since they know the least. We are literally playing 20 questions. I won't count the questions, though, because we're going to go until somebody gets it. Well, see you in an hour. <laughs> it is around worth 10 points, which means it is still many people's game. Uh, the scores are uh, Kathy with 70, Tony 79, Dan 80, Jason 84, Monty 89. That means, Monty, you get the first question. And you've, you've given us no category or anything, right? <laughs> that is correct. It is a acceptable uh, answer in the category, in the game of 20 questions. Are you a person? Yes. Jason. Are you alive? Yes. Dan. Uh, do you identify as a man? Yes. Uh, action turns to Tony. Uh, are you an American? Yes. Kathy. Are you a Lex? Oh, nice. <laughs> I was going to do that. <laughs> no. Monty. Have you ever been CEO of Apple? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Jason. All right. So we, it's pretty clearly Johnny Ive then. Noted, noted American Johnny Ive. <laughs> noted alive American. <laughs> do, do, you, do you work in the Jason. entertainment industry? Yes. Damn. Are you Weird Al? No. Oh, that was my next one. Uh, are you not? No. Uh, let's see. Tony. Um, let's see. Uh, do you play music? No. Kathy. Are you a podcaster? No. Uh, Monty. Do you work on television? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's exciting. Jason. Are you currently an actor? No. Did you create a TV show? <laughs> uh, having recently listened to a Judge John Hodgman episode on mm. this, I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> the, the question mark? Really? Is that valid? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, All rules are final. Tony. Do you, is your show on late night? No. Hmm. Hmm. Kathy. Are you a writer? Yes. I want to just stipulate... Not a helpful answer. Uh, so that was the not helpful we'll answer. We'll not guide you with answers. Mm. Okay. We'll that. We weeded that one out. <laughs> so Good for glad us. we got clarification. Um, do you appear on screen? Yes, Jason. If it was 20 years ago, <laughs> would I know who you are? I actually think the answer to that question is yes. I don't know you everything that you know, but I think the answer is yes. Would, okay, would one commonly? That works. Okay. Uh, Dan. Are you a comedian? <laughs> boy, once you know the answer, you're like, boy, he was really struggling with how to answer some of these questions. <laughs> yes. Huh. Um, huh. over to Tony. Uh, are you Drew Carey? No. Uh, Kathy. Should I have been writing the questions and answers down during this entire <laughs> round? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Monty. Is your show a reality show? Could you give me three examples of reality shows? And I will answer your question based on that. Well, well, well. <laughs> the tables have turned. Do I? In a way, Wait, all <laughs> television shows are created in what we think of as reality. <laughs> well, my problem was I was trying to think of obscure ones because every other time you told me to name three things, I got in trouble for saying something someone else did. I'm going I'm to answer your question this way. It is a nonfiction show. We'll go with that. Okay. So you, so you say it's a nonfiction show was your answer? Okay. So you, 
We're going to go simply it's a nonfiction show. Uh, back to Jason. Would you consider your occupation a journalist? No. Okay. Damn. Are... Well, rounds that won't make it to game two for five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you, or do you identify as a person of color? No, Tony. Are you Louis Anderson? No, Kathy. Are you Stephen Colbert? No, Monty. Is your show a game show? Remind me never to do this ever again. Man, that seemed like a straightforward question from this end. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, I'm going to go with a, a yes with a question mark again. I'm going to go with yes uh, and turn to Jason. Are you Alton Brown? No. Dan. Um, is your show a talk show? No. That means there's no talking on the show. So please clearly think of your favorite. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah, my- <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was being dumb. Um, uh, it is Tony's question. Uh is your show on cable? No. Uh, Kathy. Is your show on only seen on a very specific streaming service? No. Monty. Is your show on network television? Yes. Mm. Jason. Does your last name begin with a vowel? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dan. Uh... Um, For those of you keeping track, we're on question 917. Good times. times. If you want to skip ahead an hour, it's fine. We'll still be here. In an hour, we'll just be repeating our questions. It's going to be great. Is is your show on NBC? No. Tony. Is your show on ABC? Like, I know what network shows are on. (laughs) No. 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 Kathy. Does the first letter of your last name start in the first half of the alphabet? Unbelievably. A complicated question. Uh, no. Lex had to do some math. Back to Monty. Was, sorry, real quick. Was the answer no? The answer was no. Okay. But I, I stand by that's a complicated question, as was Jason's. But I tried to let it go when only Jason had asked about last names. Uh, over to Monty. Do you have a normal name set up with a first name and a last name? No. Ho ho. Whoa. No. No, no. Okay. Jason. I have no idea. Um, are you involved in sports? No. Uh, Dan. Are you Carrot Top? Is... <laughs> He's the new Judge that... Judy, right? No. I feel like. But I like the cut of your jib. Yep. Tony. Comedian with a Is question that... mark, if ever yep. there was. I believe that's invalidated <laughs> on like seven questions. Um. Oh, gosh. Um, is your show a, uh, one of those dumb courtroom judge shows? No. <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> Very fine show involving the law. <laughs> I'm confident you all know the person. I, I feel reasonably confident you all know the oh. person. <laughs> oh, your confidence went down while you said that. Per- personally? No. Wow. Um, you were all aware of this person, which I wouldn't think about courtroom TV show. Judge. Does... Your name include uh, <laughs> a hyphen. No. <laughs> when people ask those very specific weird questions, I think that they have something in their mind. Like they're just like, I know it, but but then th- and they don't even wait. wait. 
I thought you guys were getting very close for a minute there. I thought that some of you were starting to get it, but clearly not yet. Monty, back to you. Is your show in prime time? Yes, it is. Jason Snell. Um, wow. <laughs> At the end of this round, I'm going to give a hint. <laughs> oh, um, are you on a show involving music? No. Dan. Is your name one word? Yes. Tony. That oh. seems like that should be. I think we knew that already. I, I, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I just want to um, confirm it. I wanted to confirm it. Yeah, thanks. Confirmation is important. I feel like uh, we're all on the same team at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- team anti yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah. Yep. Is, your show un- is your show a... Un- <laughs> yep. Down with Lex. <laughs> I feel like I had you all on my side until this round. Is your show... Well, you had us turned against each other, yep. which is just the same. Is your show a news, a news program? It is not. Kathy. Does... Your name start with the letter N. <laughs> it does not. So uh, before we go back to Monty, we're going to reiterate. We know that this is a male entertainer, that they have a show on broadcast television in prime time. However, that's not the only thing this person does. While this person does uh, have a, a TV show in prime time on a network not yet asked about, the person also famously performs in other capacities. I just thought that would be helpful information. And you said comedian. Not wrong. And it's a person who performs as an entertainer and a male with one name. <laughs> like, it's, it's there for you. I promise. It's there. You have all the ingredients you need. I have a, I have a stab in the dark. Hmm. You saying that makes me think we need to switch to guessing, but I am nowhere near it. Podcast listeners are I screaming. Know. And your answer to, is there, this person a comedian, was yes with a question mark. And that was... Also, when we asked if they were a writer, you said yes, and then said that you weren't being helpful, which, again, you could have said that lots on a lot pe- of these answers. Lots of people have written books. The answers to yeah. both those questions remain The yes. difference between Just a, a not, writer is anyone who, not you know, with their you can say part. writer yeah. question mark if you've written a book. You can say writer period if you've written three books set in space about spies. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, welcome to Cody's that podcast. Very specific, weird definitions of words you thought you knew. Um. Um, when this person performs as <laughs> oh, their regular God. job and not as part of this TV show, are they hugely successful? Yes. Jason. Does your name begin with S? No. Sorry to sting and, st- and seal, I guess. And Sinbad. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. why. Yeah. 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 I, Oh, man. But we did ask about whether they were... Well, we asked if they were American, and I noticed Sting was on that list. You didn't jump down his throat, did you? We did ask if they were a person of color, which he said no. So that would probably eliminate CL and Sinbad. Yeah, right. Fair point. Oh, that's true. Fair, I, point. I, Fair point. It's fine. Fair it's point. fine. I, I, I got nothing. Uh, so, But Superman, I cleared out all the Santa S's, Claus, not just the ones that. I was thinking of. I Again. <laughs> <laughs> Superman is a writer, but definitely not what he's two, best known for. Two words. <laughs> but we already asked if he was a journalist, and they said no. So... Dan, do you have a guess? Oh, dear God. Uh, I, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking so hard because I feel like I should absolutely know who this person is. Are you? Uh, is your show on CBS? No. Uh, oh, son of a... Tony. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have it. Oh, there, um, there it is. So I'll just say, are you Moby? No. <laughs> Kathy. Okay. Who swore? Was it Dan? Was yeah, yeah. Was I have a guess. I have okay. a guess. Dan knows, Kathy. Yes. apparently. Now I'm just rushing yep. to put ourselves yep. out of um, our I would like to ask my question to say <laughs> if I can pass to Dan. 
Uh, and Dan can have my time. <laughs> no, yield the floor to me. That answer is a no. Uh, back to Monty. Is your show for children? Yes, for everybody. Uh, Jason Snell. Think about all wow. the things Dan knows. It's a short list. Um... <laughs> it's probably someone from Star Trek. <laughs> Dan, if you are wrong, I will literally never I will speak be to you very again. sad, but I feel good about it. Oh, good. I think in order, to, in order to get full credit, Dan has to explain how the name matches all of Lex's questions, including the ones with inflection. Jason, ask whatever the hell you want. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I actually, I actually can see why he... I, I understand. <laughs> I'm 100% certain Dan has the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. And Let the record show I've also awarded a bonus point each to Jason and Dan, which doesn't affect the actual scores in any way, because as soon as I said, mm, nice. shut up and give me 20, they each wrote me 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous of that. <laughs> True. High five. Well, Dan's going to get it anyway, but I'm just going to ask, are you on ABC? Didn't we already ask that? Yep. No. No, we asked CBS and we NBC. Asked CBS. Nope, we asked all three of them. Tony asked ABC right after I, yeah. Oh. Dan, the action <laughs> turns to you. A podcast turns its lonely <laughs> eyes to you. Are you teller? Mm. Oh, yes, I wow. am. Wow. Yeah, can you explain? <laughs> well, yeah, yes, fool us. And, it's the pen and teller, the one where they, oh. was it? The, you think you can fool me? The fool, fool us. Yeah. Fool us. Yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. CW. On the CW. <laughs> uh, and I was racking my brain for a white guy with one name. Absolutely a writer. I have he books He does by get him. a writer credit on the show. He's written books. Uh, agreed. Not yeah. what he's most famous for, though, I think. Yes. Comedian. Point. And, like, uh, same thing with being... Not what yeah. he's famous for. Yeah. And they are comedy magicians, I, but I don't know if you would truly say, hey, there's that comedian teller, especially given that he doesn't speak. I th you can be... We mentioned Chaplin earlier. Yeah. Yes. Teller's very yeah. funny. Oh, I know. That's when I was getting real excited that people were... He's not primarily... Yeah. Uh, he's just doing it in mind most yes. of the time. He's very funny. Yes. I, I like it when I lose because I literally have no idea and would never have gotten it. So I only good. got it because I did. I think some neuron <laughs> in my brain was like, Lex loves Penn and Teller and does magic. Uh, <laughs> see, that would be, that would be, a, yeah. <laughs> but it well, took me a long time to get there. How many questions that, did it take us? That was a, a dominating round. I stopped keeping track of questions when I got sad about it. But <laughs> <laughs> Kathy scored in the top five with <laughs> 70 points. Uh, Tony, 79. Jason, 85. Monty, 89. And Dan leapt into first place with 91 points thanks to a successful 20 questions round, making Dan Moore in the inaugural champion of the inaugural edition of Friendly Competition. I retire. The president now, yeah, Dan. He's the president. I retire. Dan, Jason, <laughs> Kathy, Tony, Monty. Thank you so much for joining me. And congratulations to Dan and shame. Great shame. <laughs> I will accept my fair. shame and wrap mm -hmm. it around I, me like a very soft. I would just like to memorialize my answer to thing that happened in the 1970s. Pass. <laughs> I loved the pacing Pass. of Pass. enter as Pass. quickly as you can. Enter as quickly as you can. Enter as quickly as you can. Now we're going to spend 20 minutes just really getting into this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, if nothing else we've learned, boy, does that round not work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Lex. Well, thanks again to all of my contestants and especially to our host, Lex Friedman. What a guy. Uh, and thank you, of course, for listening to the first episode of this new game show, Friendly Competition. You can follow us on Twitter. I don't know why exactly, but I know that we are at FriendlyComp100. There weren't 99 others, but there were at least two others. We'll see you next time. 
on Friendly Competition on The Incomparable. I admire this theme's ambition.